Hey, y'all. Welcome to our podcast, The Pretty Ugly Struggle, hosted by Connie Love and B. Hall. Each week, sit with us as we discuss viral topics, raising kids, relationships, running businesses, and trying to look good while doing it. The, the mother effing struggle is, is real. It's your girl, B. Hall, and we're back with another episode of The Pretty Ugly Struggle. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you may notice another face that you've never seen before. This is my boo, Shakayla. Can I get it? <laughs> to start off with, you've seen me before. You just, I didn't say a whole lot. No, we never put that on YouTube. Okay, so yeah, you, episode, you haven't seen me before. Yeah, that's all Never, mind. Yeah. Never mind. So hey, I'm Shakela. Um, I mean, what else do I say? What would you like to tell the people about you um, that don't know you? That don't know me. Um, Are you from? I'm from Texas. From Texas. You have to coach me through this. Right. You know, this is new to me. <laughs> are you? Most people are nervous for the first like three minutes, and then they like get into it. How you feeling? Fantastic. Okay, dope. Um. <laughs> Are you a mother? You're in a relationship? No, guys want to know if you're single or not, I'm sure. They're going to be asking. I'll be like, hey. So my child has four legs, and he's almost 12. Um, oh, man. Yeah, so, yeah, just just the dog, and I'm single. Is it Coogee? Yeah, it's my Coogee bear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the person that Kevin Samuels talks about, you know, getting a little older. <laughs> Girl, just the dog. Oh, <laughs> so there you go. Dope, dope, dope. Um, I met Shakayla years ago when we uh, were working at a club yep. in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a door girl. What were what was your first thing? I was a hostess. Hostess. Okay, yeah. okay. So you would like to seek, seek the people and things like that. And uh, when she first came, we were all just like meeting each other and mm-hmm. everybody being quiet. We learned the rules to the club and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. And she had this big fro. Did and it. then the next time she came, no one recognized her. <laughs> it was like... Night and day, and she didn't have no makeup on. She no had makeup. glasses on, yeah. and you had your fro. And yeah, you yeah, came yeah. back, you had your nice hair, makeup. Just, just had a wig, okay, and okay. some lashes hey. that I forgot today. But you know, we gonna make it work. She gonna put them on. I was like, okay, cool. You know, I need working. the mascara. I could have brought you some lashes. I got lashes in the bag. Well, let's put them on camera. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this gonna turn into a makeup. Uh, what is that? Get ready with me. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, we just like hit it off because. I feel like, for one, she's super funny and she's super goofy. So she laughs at my jokes. A plus, we're best friends, period. And uh, we were, I worked there for maybe two years. And you worked there for how long? What was it? Mm, I don't like know. Five, year? almost. You worked there for five. So yeah. I left after two. Mm-hmm. I can't remember why. Somebody probably pissed me off. And I was like, you know what? Fuck They you. did. You were like, I don't want to come to work anymore. <laughs> I'm over like, These don't align with my goals. So I don't want to work there anymore. <laughs> But it was probably the easiest, funnest job. You get yeah. to people watch. That's like mm-hmm. my favorite thing. You getting the people, getting the people watch, um, mm-hmm. watching the drunk people. We definitely should talk about that one day about like the other side of working. In oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. And you do so every now and then you get your rude customers, you get mm-hmm. your belligerent, you get your we get the famous people yeah. that would come through. That would be cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was great. It was great. I had a good time. Um. She was saying that she has been on the podcast before. We were not able to put it up on YouTube because the it was just too large. And oh, I tried it in different ways, that. and I still couldn't get it. And I was like, maybe it's not supposed to be up. Yeah. Because if people if people watch that, I think they would think me and Connie Love were into it. Correct. <laughs> yeah. 
Because even I, being there, <laughs> because I was like, you and yeah, Miss Whitney, who was our other, other guest that night, was like, are y'all okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what I was like this. Honestly, she was so quiet. That's why she's like, she was quiet that time. You didn't hear my joke. She was pretty quiet. That Y'all both, both were. But, yeah. It seemed like we were into it because I'm very loud and dramatic, and she's very loud and passionate about what she's saying. Yeah. Kind of love. And I had this viewpoint. It's a non-negotiable. You're not fucking negotiating it. And she was like, well, no, you can because da 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 And what, what, what it was was miscommunication. Right. She was saying she has a list, and there are things on her list that she can negotiate. Mm-hmm. And I'm only focusing on non-negotiables that are on my list. So we're kind of the same thing. Yeah. And... And when we got back, we were all in the car because we all rode together. And um, Whitney was like, are, are y'all okay? Because it seemed like y'all were angry and mad. I was like, who? I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I think maybe it's just not supposed to go up on YouTube because people were never into it. So I'm just, I, 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 I dated it a long time ago as far as like not putting it up. Right. Um, me and Kanye Love have never had an argument. Mm-hmm. We are perfectly fine. She is not here today because she's just a busy woman. She is, she has a lot on her plate, y'all. I'm going to just say it like that. And um, we'll talk about it when she gets back. But I've got tired of people asking me for another episode. Not tired of it, but it's just like, I want to give you guys content. Mm-hmm. I want to give you guys episodes. So I was like, that, I'm just going to push through. And, you know, she was in town because she, mm-hmm. you want to tell them that you don't no longer live here? Oh, yeah. No, I don't live here anymore. I live in Los Angeles. So, yeah, I came yeah. home to see my mom for Mother's Day. I was her gift. <laughs> I know that's right. Her, me and the dog. You so. were, oh, the dog here too? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you found a dog sitter for that long. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So he flew. Is he a good flyer? Doped up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like a little baby. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she came into town. I was like, <gasps> I want to see her one. And two, I need an episode. Perfect. Will you come on? And she's like, bet. This is yeah. the dates I can come. I was like, cool, let me book it. And we're here. So that's a little bit of backstory. How's your week been? Oh, it's been good. Um, I miss Texas. I love it. We miss you too. Yeah, it's so funny. I know when I go back, because I was talking to some of my friends, they're like, well, we know you've been home because my accent is very happy right now. <laughs> I mean, I didn't completely lose it, but you know, it was kind of, you know, turning a little was LA-ish. Was it getting proper? Somewhat. LA people are so proper to me. And yeah. I'm pretty proper, but they are extra. Yeah. They are extra. So yeah. you started picking up on that. I did. But now I was just like, hey. Nom, 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 nom. I want to ask you a personal question. How is the dating in L.A. versus Dallas? Zero stars would not recommend. <laughs> I say the same thing for Dallas, though, too. So I don't know if that counts. Oh, you said the same for Dallas. Yeah. So it's not much different then. Um, no, I think just some of it. Um, well, with Dallas, we end up knowing the same people. Like, you know, Dallas, is it's big, but it gets small after a while. Because mm. um, so those are the same places, kind of. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. see all the same people. So it just kind of makes it a little bit harder because, you know, if I know stuff about you, I'm not quite sure I want to engage, you know, with you in that way. You know? What do you mean? Well, I guess it's more or less like if I know, if I can, if I can name two or three people that I know that I know that you talk to, mm. I don't want to be number three and four, mm. you know. Mm. And I understand that, you know, we're Absolutely. adults, so it's not like you have to go ask permission and things like that. But, I mean, it's like girl code, you know, when Definitely. certain people. Because, I mean, these girls, they aren't my friends per se. They're associates. But still, it just looks kind of odd. Because yeah. sometimes I know too much. 
Yeah, I, no. I, I yeah, I can't. I, I won't. Um, I'm from Fort Worth originally. I mm-hmm. live in Dallas now. So I won't date any men from Fort Worth. I stopped dating them probably when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just can't because I had a lot of friends, cousins, high right. school friends and stuff that, mm-hmm. nah. Mm-hmm. They were kind of out there, so yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't okay. get out that much. It, you know, it, I kind of like really slowed down, so it's not like I was really able to get out and meet people. I'm probably sure there's tons of great people out there. But oh, LA was. Um, like, I've been shut down for real, for real. Yeah, though. but no, even in Dallas too, there's probably tons of great people. But I wouldn't get in a mix like that anymore in Dallas. I kind of got real low key and chill. Was it because you work at the club? I think so. You I know, think so too. yeah, I just got tired of going out, and you know, when I'm not getting paid for it anymore, it's not any more fun. <laughs> just saying, it kind of jades you. You do get yeah. jaded. That's yeah. so true. I didn't even think about it like that, right. but that is true. Yeah. But um, as far as LA goes, um, I mean, you know, we are still locked down. We're not officially open until June fifteenth. Mm. Um, so they I'll, keep pushing it back or what? I thought it was supposed to be May something. I don't know. Uh. I just know they said uh, mask off on June fifteenth. Okay. So I'm gonna be up in that thing. Mask off. Mask. <laughs> are you still gonna wear your mask? Um, probably so, just because, I mean, it's kind of like an L.A. thing. As soon as I got here, I asked people with mask on, it's so strange. So, because in L.A., it's not like that. They look at you crazy if you don't have on a mask. Whereas oh, here, okay. they look at you crazy if you do have one. Really? Because uh-huh. I'm still looking at people without their head when they don't have a mask on. No. And Brie, my baby was like, well, they probably vaccinated. I'm like, but we don't know that. They need to have a badge right. on their arm or on the chest saying I'm vaxxed or something. Speaking of vaccinations, mm. are you down for getting the, we're not, we won't speak of it, but the vaccine. Absolutely. We know what vaccine is. Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have reasons why? Um, I mean, people are probably going to hate it. Because, you know, it's getting a vaccine is a very polarizing type topic. Um, me, personally, I'm not going to do it because it hasn't been around long enough for me to feel like there's enough science behind to know what the after effects will be over some time. Um, like, I stopped getting shots when I got old enough to say no. So I don't get flu shots. I don't get tetanus shots. Any of the other shots. I don't even yeah. get B twelve shots. Okay. Yeah. The only shots I take uh, a what? crown. Oh, I thought you yeah. had to say something. No. <laughs> Where's your so. mind at, Bridget? In the fucking dark. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah. yeah, no, that's not for me. Yeah, I I feel the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I have got, I got the flu shot when I was eleven. That was the last time, and mm-hmm. I was so like deathly sick. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, "Oh no, you're never getting that shot again." Right. Um. So I just I've never I haven't got a shot since then. No, I'm not. I'm lying. I used to get a birth control, the shot in my ass, birth control, whatever. That I can't remember the name of it. Oh, depo. I never got. Yeah, that. depo. I think that's what and, it's called. Yeah, it is. Okay, it is for sure. And um, yeah, but uh, vaccinations. Um. Uh, I think, yeah, it hasn't been out long enough. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And um, so we don't know the side effects or the long-term effects that it could have on us. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the stuff I just be reading, just, nah. And then they recalled one of them, the Johnson & Johnson right. one. So I was just like, eh, I'm just wait. You yeah. know, ain't nobody, no one's making me get it uh-huh. as of now. Uh, I don't know how travel is, though, out of the country because I haven't been out of the country. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they're trying to push to where it's mandatory in order to travel and things like that. So... I'll get to that, you know, while when I get to it. But, like, right now, you know, for the time being, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. the same way. I feel the same way. I'm like, dang, I did want to get some old stamps, but. I don't know, girl. We don't get them stamps. Speaking of Instagram, which <laughs> ain't. When people Instagram call me, you got your effing nerve. <laughs> you got your effing nerve. You I can't those? stand it. Maybe one of those days. I'm not that cool. 
What, to get an Instagram card? Yeah. So nobody called you Instagram? It's I don't believe it. Not recently. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the whole truth. <laughs> Tell the whole truth. People be having the audacity, and I want to know where the fuck they get it from. Yeah, I don't think they should have created that feature. It's weird. Because I feel like I give you the access to me up until the, you know, the amount of access I want to grant you. So for you to be able now to like personally call me, even though you don't have my phone number, that's like an invasion of privacy. I do completely agree. And I'm also wondering, because I don't have my Instagram notifications on, so how was I able to even get that call? Like, I never got an Instagram call before unless I opened the app and then uh-huh. like, oh, I had a missed call from this person. But that was weird. Yeah. All right, Instagram, we got problems. Now. Y'all, they updated some <laughs> stuff and then fell through the cracks on some other stuff. God damn it. Let me find out you've been answering Instagram calls. I had better not. <laughs> I had better not. If my name ain't goddamn Beehaw. Um, no, nah, I'm not with that. I don't even like uh, unsolicited FaceTime calls yeah. on my phone. Like, you had to book an appointment. Please, could you? You don't know what I'm doing. And now that maybe we're not at that point. Maybe I want you to think I'm cute all the time. And so we haven't quite like crossed that threshold to where, you know, you can see me without my lashes or in my bonnet. Or, you know, with, you know without a bra on or something. Can I get it like a... I don't mind the no bra thing because, hey, I am wearing one today, though. But <laughs> can I get a five-minute window, ten-minute window? Let me throw my lashes on, please. Well, no, you, you're you okay because you actually have, you know, a set. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> you got to prep them up. Okay. <laughs> I have somebody help me out with this. So I need them. <laughs> so I can keep selling the dream, okay? Girl, <laughs> would you ever get them? No. No? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it looked nice. But sometimes, sometimes I mean, like, mm. th- no, they look nice all the time. Now the stuff that it takes to maintain them to look nice might suck, but they look nice. Yeah. Are you talking about mine? Because I'm going to say thank you. I mean, like, yours are nice too. <laughs> I'm fishing. You're saying like a I'm fishing. Yeah, yeah, nice. Give me that compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so let's get into a couple of topics today. Um, so we all know that the Kevin Samuels thing is a really big thing right now Mm -hmm. everyone's talking about it he i checked his uh youtube before i got here he has about eight hundred thousand youtube followers subscribers Mm -hmm. so it's got to be something to it right so i decided yesterday to take some time out and watch the joe button oh joe yeah Yeah. Uh, and they had kevin samuels on there Mm -hmm. and i actually watched the whole thing and what one thing i did um one thing I did really like about the podcast is they just let him talk and represent himself however he wanted to represent himself. Yeah. And I think that's something I can learn as a podcaster mm-hmm. is to let my guests speak for themselves and right. don't cut them off, don't interrupt, let them have the full floor because he mm-hmm. was, that was his podcast yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it like that. That's one thing I learned. And then two, I wanted to know why people are so attracted to this man mm-hmm. who doesn't have any credentials who mm-hmm. doesn't who is he is he doesn't call himself an expert or mm-hmm. anything like that so i'm like what is it about him so for one one i learned that he was uh in professional sales and yeah. marketing before mm-hmm. he became this like sensation or whatever right. um so with that he knows how to market himself mm-hmm. and he probably has seen some other people that have made some money off of Having a certain platform and speaking right. to certain people. Right. And there's a lot of people that will put down women mm-hmm. in general. There are some that only focus on putting down black women. Mm-hmm. And then there are some that 
and when speaking to the men, mm-hmm. they're putting down the woman in the, at the same time. Right. And he took that road from what I can see. But also, I only knew him for his viral moments, like his right. little snippets that will get put out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't paint him in the very best best light. To be right. honest, y'all probably have already seen the snippets. You, you're a five at best and mm-hmm. all these little one-liner zingers and shit. Um, so I wanted to, like, actually really watch a full episode of him. And I said, I can handle Joe Button. So right. let me watch this one. And I thought it was... I, I'm not going to say it completely changed my opinion of Kevin Samuels. Right. But it did make me open my eyes to just not be so quick to judge him. Right. I agree. Okay. We're not going to argue with that. You're not going to argue with No, that? not at all. How do you feel about off-rip? Have you, wait, how right. do you feel off-rip? And also, what what is uh, your, have you watched episode of his? Oh, yeah, I've watched full episodes of him. Um, I I think he he does dabble a little bit in sensationalism. Um, and it's kind of like shock value. But, I mean, shock jocks make it big. And sometimes you have to do things like to kind of set yourself apart from other people. Um, but I think I think the message is there. I just think the delivery in which he gives it is what the polarizing thing is. Because mm-hmm. I agree with a lot of things he say. I feel like um, at times, like, we as women, we can be somewhat delusional in how, you know, we rate ourselves. As far as <laughs> had me rethink. I was like, dang, you know. <laughs> if he gave Sweetie a six of goddamn, yeah. what am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. you know, I thought it was at least cute. But now... I might just be okay, like, girl. Oh, goodness. Um, but no, I mean, it does kind of challenge you to internally think of who you are, how you present yourself. Uh, it's very retrospective or introspective in that you have to look at where you are, you know, where you're going and what you're doing. Do you think it makes you look at yourself the way men would look at you or the or people in general would look at you, or are you actually looking at yourself for yourself, like... This is, you know what I'm saying? I think am I answering t- that question? Am I asking that correctly? No, I get what you're okay. saying. Um, I think it's kind of twofold. I think okay. I I was thinking about how maybe people perceive me overall mm-hmm. versus it just being me versus, you know, like, oh, I see myself this way. Guys might see me this way. Girls might see me this way. Um, mm-hmm. And it just challenged me to be like, what, you know, am I presenting my best self whenever I come forward? Okay. In any type of, like, conversation or, like, any relationship that I engage in. Okay. 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 Um, it, I, I guess I, I don't really, I haven't changed the way I view myself for the mm-hmm. most part, but I have to look at it like, okay, when I'm not wearing makeup mm-hmm. versus when I am all doiled up, which is supposed to be different. You right. spruce it up. So right. I, wear, I, I wear makeup probably like every couple of weeks unless, you know, cause I'm not doing shit. I'm not going to wear. Right. So I wear makeup every couple of weeks whenever I leave the house to do something mm-hmm. fun. And I want to play dress up, you know right. what I'm saying? But um, also with listening to the interview, there was one time where he was speaking about black women, how they we've we've been hearing that black women are the most educated. And he mm-hmm. was like, mm, that's not exactly true. He was <laughs> like, black women are the most enrolled. Right. And I was like, so is that true? Are we just enrolling and not finishing or what? Because you do have two degrees. Yeah, I have two, two masters. Two masters. Yeah. yeah. And I know a lot of women that have, including Connie Love, Connie Love, I just have an associate. She has her bachelor's. You right. know? So I do know most of the women that I do know are are educated, have finished school in some mm-hmm. retrospect, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, 
So I was like, where's he getting his facts from? You know, because you can find anything on the internet to support your, right. you know, mm-hmm. stance. Right. So I was like, and was that necessary to say? God damn. I mean, when I went to, when I was in undergrad, even yeah. when I was in grad school, um, I saw lots of black women. Well, I went to HBCU, so, you know, of course I saw, okay, you know, went to Prairie and m University. Um, so, yeah, it was black women everywhere. Um, and then I, it, there was also your fair share of people who were there for first semester. They didn't make it back second semester, or they didn't make it back <laughs> after. Yeah, I went back, but. Uh-huh. They didn't make it back pregnant. after freshman year, you know, period. So you run into that as well. Um, but I think, I still think a lot of black women are, you know, Graduate. And they say we have like the most like businesses, entrepreneurship mm-hmm. is like really big with the black women. Mm-hmm. So it was just some things that I felt like he was saying that was kind of unnecessary. But then he did make some other stronger points mm-hmm. where he's like, um, I don't, he said, I don't just get on the black woman. Yeah. I'm an equal opportunist, is what he's saying. Like yeah. anybody can get it. Mm-hmm. But we own, own, the media only puts out, all the fire ones are only the ones talking shit about black women. Right. So when I, and a black man, I saw one. But. We also have to think about how the media is putting that certain shit out right. there. So well, that's what I wanted. To, I didn't want to judge him. I wanted to actually listen to him open-mindedly, you know. Yeah. Especially when he started talking about how... Um, did you watch that episode, too? The Joe or just... Uh, I, I didn't finish it. Oh, okay. I did watch part of it. Um, but then it was time to get off the plane. Um, but um, he was talking about, about you know, like Cosmopolitan or Vanity Fair or whatever, where they were trying to change the trajectory of the way, you know, the household looks yep. and by how it's like, oh, women aren't, you know, be independent and things like that. You know, you can push out being married, raising a family and things and, you know, kind of look at where it's led us, you know. There's nothing yes. wrong with being independent, but it's okay. You like you can be independent and still share your life with somebody at the same time. Like they aren't mutually exclusive and it's more or less a lot of time people are like, I'm putting everything on the back burner, you know, with career or school or stuff. So I'm not worried about being in a relationship. You can do both. You can be dependent and still be in a loving um, relationship. Yeah. Well, independent and be in a, independent. Yeah, in a, love, in a in a mutually exclusive, uh, mutually beneficial. You, do, do you, have you looked into the whole modern versus traditional relationships at all? Yeah, I I think there's kind of like a over. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I think it's just two very big extremes where they go and talk about modern women versus traditional women. I feel like you can still have a hybrid somewhere in between. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that whole part is just like missing. It's like either or. It's not. I don't think everything's like black and white. What would a hybrid look like to you? Um, like in your opinion, I don't think okay. that a woman necessarily just has to stay. You know, she she can still work. Maybe the work she's doing is something she can do from the inside of the house. Okay. You know, or like working with his business. You know, let's say you know she's okay. doing the books, being a secretary. You know, hopefully it doesn't end up like. Um, waiting to exhale. I just watched it Girl. the other day. Okay, <laughs> be like Mary, not gonna cry. That uh, yeah. see, I think he also no. Let me not put words in his mouth. Uh-huh. I will say, um, I have heard that you shouldn't build a man, like build with the man, mm-hmm. because he's growing and. Once you're already where you want to be and you're building him up to where he's a different person now and he wants to get something different because Uh he's a different man now. So where Mm -hmm. you're already that woman, you're already where you want to be established. Mm -hmm. Um, 
emotionally mature, all these mm-hmm. types of things. So you're already there. Yeah. So you're good. But where he's like, I'm here now and I want something different. And that's kind of what the wedding and exhale thing kind of right. kind of happened. Um, would you would you build a man? You a ride or die? What, what, what's your thoughts? Now, at what stage are we talking about building? Are we talking about from the very bottom, like ground up? Or <laughs> are we talking about no, like... No, I wouldn't expect you, especially at this good old age mm-hmm. we're at, I wouldn't expect you to talk about a ground up. Like, mm-hmm. no. I'm, think, I'm thinking more of like, he has a career, but he wants to make a career change or he wants to do something different in his mm-hmm. career, but he does. He is educated. He does have skills. Oh, I'm absolutely fine with it. Okay, okay. I encourage you. You gotta, like, as far as like his, are you getting with him for his potential that you see in him or are you like, no, nah, I already need you to, I already need to see mm-hmm. what you, what you are. Well, for the most part. speaking about potential, yeah. that's one of the things that Kevin was talking about, about how women, they try to pick and choose on potential and say that they hope the man becomes something else. And he's like, you can't do that. You have to accept them for who they are at that very moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I agree with that. <laughs> um, so I don't necessarily like look at like potential in that manner, perhaps. Yeah. Um, what I do really look at is if, let's say, you want to make a departure from corporate America or you've recently made a departure from corporate America, you know, do you have a real, you know, tangible plan? Tangible plan. Of action, of how this is going to work. You know, am I seeing you actually work towards that? You know, do I see the work that you're putting in? Or are you just telling me you want to do these things and not actually have an action behind them? Because mm. a lot of people say they want to be entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurship is a hard life. Because <laughs> I'm over here trying to flirt with being an entrepreneur. And you know what? <laughs> Thank God for corporate America. <laughs> you, know, at least te- you know, at least temporarily. But I'm getting to the point where... You know, I kind of want to do my own thing, but I realize it's hard work. It's hard work. Yeah, and I see y'all out here, you know, hustling and stuff. While I'm over here like, oh, hey, girl. No. (laughs) (laughs) What you need from me? Girl, I'm not even going to front. Like, Uh I was about to close my boutique down for, like, the next six weeks. I don't know. Because to get ready for summer, I mean, spring Uh and summer or whatever, I already have a model ready. Mm -hmm. Like a revamp. Okay. And then, like, the night, the, the, I was like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to shut down my Shopify because mm-hmm. my website is on Shopify. Matter of fact, check it out, Bosch Boutique. Okay, www.boshboutique.com. <laughs> check it out. Um, But the night before, I was like, okay, I'm going to shut it down tomorrow, you mm-hmm. know, before I have to pay for this next month. Da, da, right. da, and I'll open it up back when I'm ready for to my relaunch for my spring, right. summer. And the next day, I bullshit you not, I got four orders, and I had, like, two tips on two of them, and I got an eBay order, because uh-huh. I have some stuff on eBay, too, and I was okay. like, okay, well, I'm not going to close it. Like, this is a sign from uh-huh. God. Like, no, keep it open, Bridget. Like, it's it's right. simple. If someone wants to buy it, they will, and if they don't, they won't. Like, it's okay. Right. You know, don't get discouraged, basically, is how I felt. Like, uh-huh. this is a little extra push. And I was just like, That's, thank you. Thank you, God. Okay, can so. Can I ask you a personal question? Absolutely. Why were you ready to shut down? Or do Be- you feel like you have too much going on right now? Yeah. Not only just that, it was mm-hmm. more of like, I had to make a sale in like two weeks. Okay. Maybe two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have anything new to put out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like kind of regurgitating material. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of getting like, I'm not gonna, I guess, I don't want for lack of a better word, I'm just say bored. I was kind of bored with mm-hmm. it. And it was I wasn't doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just shut down so I'm ready to pop out some new shit. Right. So, yeah, that's why I was ready to close it down. Okay. But, um. I'm glad you did. With the, <laughs> I'm glad I did either. I need the yeah. little extra boost. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but with Kevin Samuels, he he also when he was speaking about the Vanity Fair thing, mm-hmm. he was also saying yes, independent, and also that it's better for the economy to keep people single because yeah. they're. Their wants and needs are different. Their goals are different. Mm-hmm. And also, you have two separate households. You have a mm-hmm. single man and a single woman. That's money. And you want to take these girls' trips, these guys' trips. That's mm-hmm. more money. So it was. It was. It's like an a, a economy thing too to keep you single. They they want y'all single. You know, unless you're taking the type of girls' trips that they're having on a uh, Atlanta Housewives. What? Where? Where you what? You haven't seen? No, I don't watch season? it no more. Oh, okay. I don't watch it no more. It's a lot of. I kind of got over reality TV. Yeah. I, I don't think I've watched any uh, besides The Circle. That's reality. Uh-huh. Um, you have to watch uh, Jocelyn's Cabaret. I can't. I love it. Because she's a bully. Addicted. When I see the snippets, uh-huh. she's a fucking bully. I love it. <laughs> I'm here for it all, okay? You like it. Okay, yeah. I got I'm you here love for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay, what I'm do you like, like about it? like a little ratchet in my life. A little ratchet every yeah. now and then. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I just, I like Jocelyn. Uh, Jocelyn. I think mm-hmm. she's cool, she dope, whatever, but I feel like she's bullying those young girls. And they're at a, I don't like bullies. I just mm-hmm. really don't. And they're at a position to where they're trying to make it, trying to get right. on, so they have to kind of take it and suck it up. Mm-hmm. It's just like, God damn, chill. Like, when a girl coughed when she was speaking or something and she got all in her <laughs> face. I saw a snippet of that. Uh, Jesse Wu does this uh, I'm Triggered episode okay. on YouTube. I've been mm-hmm. watching it. And she had put that out there. And I was okay. like, oh. It makes me not like her when she does stuff like that, though. But then I did see the girl that and I asked for three times. And I was like, well, she asked for it. Right. Well, the girl, the little snippet, though, I mean, you have to see the rest of it. Yeah. It was warranted. It was. To a certain degree. So was she, like, trying to be funny with her coughs or something? It didn't sound like it. She said she was choking out some water, but I'm not 100% certain if it was like a, oh, I'm legit choking. Because I didn't see no water in the eyes. You know, every time I choke, I'm like, yeah. You know, and then I'm crusty all in the corner. Why was she stuff. leaving? Because people were like, she was leaving. Um, I just think she wants some more airtime, honestly. Okay. So she decided, she didn't get booted off or nothing. She just decided, I'm going to leave They were doing the dance. Like, she was trying to teach them choreography. And, like, mid-spin or whatever, sis wig fell off. And so she got mad at the Be production crew because she wanted to, like, get off, like, the little set area. So she go put a wig back on. And then she was, like, upset about that. So they was like, no, you can't get leave about this room. <laughs> God, I just get my wig. I'll be right back. <laughs> so, yeah. So she was really upset about it. So you have to subscribe to, what is Zeus? Zeus? Uh-huh. You know, there's some good content on there. I subscribe to about eight different things, and I'm sick of these little five ninety nine, eight ninety nine, eleven ninety nine. Like, goddamn. It's like really good. I was pleasantly surprised. Like, what else do you watch on there? Um, I watched that TTD Love Me. It was so funny. It's so funny. Um, that was great. I mean, it's not you know, it's scripted reality. It was you scripted, but it was still it was cute. It was cute. It was funny. Because I think about all the other like randomness that I watch, and I was like, it's on par. Like with the quality and stuff like that, it was on par of that stuff. So I liked it. Mm Did you watch the one with B. Simone and Lil' Kim and Pretty B? That, that girl's trip or girl's boat or whatever? Uh, I didn't watch okay, it. My mom was talking about it last night, so I was just wondering. What'd she say about it? She was like, she she liked it, but she mm-hmm. felt like that Pretty V and B. Simone kind of separated a little bit. Yeah. Because they, it was, my mom said it seemed like Pretty V was jealous. Of mm. B. Simone's relationship with the other girls on the show. When, sure. You know, B. Simone and Pretty V are very good friends. Yeah. Like, best friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, it, it was kind of weird. Cause we watched Wild Not last night, and Pretty mm-hmm. V wasn't on there, so I was just asking. And she was like, yeah, I think I, 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 I kind of distance a little bit. And it's mm-hmm. like, it was a little jealousy. This is my mom saying that. Shout out to, hey, Mother's Day to all the mothers. Oh, so what you want to know about that? Hey, my mama, first off. 
She know all. She watching Wild and Out, Girls Trip, all the rest of shit. She's yes. so funny. Yes, my mom is trip. I love her so. Um, yeah. Shout out to you, mommy. Um, I have a question for you, please. Okay, so I was reading about it. Somebody posted it on Facebook today, uh, but I think Masika. Kashayla, how do you say her name? Um, yeah, I forgot what her middle name is, but yeah, but from a reality show, right? Yeah, from I think she was on Love Me Fire. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Okay. Um, she had made a post talking about how um she felt um she was disappointed like her Mother's Day. She was like, nobody, you know, I didn't get the type of respect or I didn't get like the gifts and stuff that I deserve. And you know, moms need a day off and they need underappreciated. That's the word I was looking for. Okay. I can't get it out. But she was saying, yeah, she felt underappreciated. Who did she expect to get those gifts and appreciate her? Is she single? I have no idea. Okay. Honestly. Like, she only has one kid, right? I think so, yeah. And it's by? Uh, Fetty. Fetty. Fetty Wap. Who? Uh, as, as a single woman, yeah. who's a single mother, I have one child. Mm-hmm. I felt love. Like, all my friends and family, just a, ha- a simple Happy Mother's Day is mm-hmm. is fine. Now, did I feel unappreciated from my, my daughter? <laughs> Absolutely, I did. <laughs> and everybody was, really like that. I put it on Instagram, and then when I picked up from work, she yeah. was like, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. <laughs> I was like, well, finally. <laughs> like, because I don't really expect much from her. Even right. if she was a working woman, she do got some money. She could do a little something. something. Uh, <laughs> I don't really ex- I don't really expect a whole much. I'm I'm a giver. I'm a people pleaser, mm. so I'm just used to giving and doing. Mm. So if someone did something nice for me, of course it would be highly appreciated, greatly right. appreciated. But um, I I'm not who I'm single. So who gonna do it? I mean my 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 daughter's dad uh, mm. sent me a he's out of the country, but he sent me a appreciative text and all that type right. shit. You know, and that was mm-hmm. dope because he normally doesn't. This mm-hmm. is the first time he has actually. Right. But um. I'm fine with that because a lot of people were feeling sorry for me because I put that on them. My daughter didn't even tell me had Mother's Day. Ain't that a bitch? I want to reach on it. <laughs> God damn it. You know what? Lucky for her, her birthday comes before Mother's Day. Just tell her, you know what? Hey, your next birthday is going to look like God. the Mother's Day I got. Oh, her. baby. Is she not in my house anymore? She going off to college? Oh, baby. Empty yeah, I'm nest. shutting it down. <laughs> I'm shut. I'm empty nester. Yeah. I cannot believe it. You're so grown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I was on TikTok and this guy was like, "Is anyone else feel like too young to be this old?" I'm like, "Yes, yeah." yeah. <laughs> I've been like so that all time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I'm like I gotta do real adult shit. Like after I get doing like two adult things, I'm like, "Bitch, mm-hmm. I'm tired. I need a nap." Right. Like, no, this is not cool. Whoever said adulthood was great and can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, they lied to us. They yeah. sold us a they dream. Me a dream. Just like also back to Kevin Samuels, this whole independence of the strong black woman stuff. This, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, I've never felt comfortable with being the strong black woman. Mm-hmm. Let me just give y'all a little bit of my background real quick. I was married, and I was in a traditional marriage to where I did not work. I was stay at home mom. Okay, he worked and paid all the bills. I did the cooking, the cleaning, the taking care of the kid. Very mm-hmm. traditional. I have not lived with a man since then, and I do feel like I won't until I'm married again. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh fuck, I forgot my point. Shit, I'm sorry, y'all. My point. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I had a I had a good traditional relationship. Yeah. Another point, Kevin. Did Kevin I bring Samuel. up Kevin Samuels? Yeah. With being traditional. Uh, you oh, I'm not independent. independent. Yeah. I am not. It, it, I have to be because mm-hmm. I am a single woman, so I have to do shit. Mm-hmm. But once my man come and just like pump my gas, I'm gonna uh-huh. fall in love with him. Right. <laughs> 
Mode, I like for men to do men things. I'm not. Right. People assume that I'm a feminist. Like, there's certain things, like, yes, equal pay for doing the same jobs and things right. like that. But there's a lot of things that the feminists are saying and doing that I don't agree with. I'm mm-hmm. not equal to a man as far as, like, physically. I'm just not. I like doing the womanly things. I like to serve my man. I like to cater to my man. I like to do those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I like to cook different shit and serve him. Like, I serve my daughter. Like, whenever I cook something, mm-hmm. I'm like, I go serve her plate and her drink and everything. Like, it's just, it just became like a natural thing for me. Um, right. So, I'm, people are so mama feminist. I'm, I'm really not. Because I do believe in kind of gender roles, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do. I like for the man to do manly things and I like to do the womanly things. So, with that whole, like, independent thing or strong, I, we have to get rid of that strong, like, woman. Like, it makes us not seem feminine in a way. Right. When they say that about us, like, I'm not equal to a man. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just not. And and that's my stance on as far as, like, being feminine, not being feminine, being independent and being traditional. But I do, like, what you were saying about the whole traditional and modern situation, there, uh-huh. there can be a, like, Nice right. mix. Some give and take. For sure. But if my man did say no longer work, I'm mm. down. I would do, I mean, I could do podcasting. Hello. Right. But what if he say he didn't want you to do that? I don't because I'm at the house. When he at work. Yeah. God, it's pro- I do my boutique from the house, like I do now. And that's what I'm saying. And he's think- never gonna my, my man is gonna know who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I was in a controlling relationship. I'm not doing that again. Right. I won't allow him to stop my growth in that sense because that's, that's not the man for me. And, and someone, you know, I get on my Instagram every two weeks and I do the question session and mm-hmm. someone was like, um, you might be single because you don't understand what a, what men want. And I said, what? I only need to know what one man wants and needs. I don't. Who said that? Girl, you have to show me. We're going to fight him. He live here? You know what man did he? Hmm. No, he not. He live in California. <laughs> oh, girl, come out. We rolling up. Mm. Let me tell you, them Taurus people, them uh, Earth signs, they love this and Bridget. They also hate them some Bridget too, honey. (laughs) They love it. They love her energy, but honey, that's another Mm. side to her. Okay. Okay. Um. But yeah, like when he was like, you don't know what men want. I only need to know what one man wants. Now, I'm a paper blazer. I'm a yeah. caterer. I, I like to put a smile on my man's face mm-hmm. and make him happy. Like that that brings me joy, to be mm-hmm. quite honest. So when, with him, with that person saying that, it was just like, my God, you don't even know me to be saying that because I learned my men. I watch my men mm-hmm. and I, 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 I like to get into the whole, like, love language. Like, what is his love? How does he receive love? You know, because that, that is important, the way you receive it, not just the way you mm-hmm. give it, you know. So, it is, everybody was on his ass, actually, in my comments or in my DMs. Like, who the fuck? And right. like, yeah, yeah. But as far as, like, um, the Kevin Samuels thing, just to wrap uh-huh. it up, you you follow him and you kind of agree with. Yeah, no, I, I agree with a lot of stuff he A says. lot of stuff he yeah. says. And I, I was surprised that I did. Mm-hmm. I was really ready to hate that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Yeah. But then I was like, he actually makes some really good points. And also, but I'm going to say this too. When he's when he was in the room full of men, he was there was no reason for him to be harsh, I guess. Right. So he wasn't so harsh. So he was more likable in that uh-huh. in that arena, that right. scenario. But when he is talking to a woman that it's possible. Because you know what I don't like? The way he asks his questions. The way he pins a person in a corner to where they have to answer a certain way. Well, you have to understand, too. <clears throat> he is um, he caters to a certain type of audience. And he has a certain Dusty's. platform. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> 
So because okay. he does that, he is going to frame that show to always put him in the, the correct light, in the right light. Mm-hmm. So I've heard some women that he's had on there, they've gotten with him and, like, made some good points. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's not going to go out like this. So he is the end of the interview or he'll move it on to something oh, that they can't respond to. Yeah, Or he'll corner their ass. Yeah. And I, I found, you know. I don't like that part of it. I mean. It's his show, though. It's definitely his show. So he, he can but run it how like, he wants yeah, to. He gonna, he's going to always put himself in Would you life. ever call into his show? Girl, hell no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's hell okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So no. I follow a lady named Kendra. She does Kendra's, like, singles live on uh on Oh, the yeah, weekends. that was the one you sent me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how I found uh Kevin Samuels. I mm-hmm. I mean, I had heard of him, but I wasn't really, like, into him like that. But she was on there, and I Mm -hmm. like to go to her lives. So Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, let me see what Kendra talking about. And then I get on there, and it's him. I was like, oh, Oh. snap. So I sent it to you and Cunny Love. And um, she's been in the industry, like, for a while. Mm -hmm. And she she normally holds her own. But I kind of think he got her a lot, like, on some points that he made. Mm And like you said, it's his show, and he know how to handle certain people. Mm-hmm. Like he's he been in, he been doing this for a little minute, for yeah. some years. Yeah. So he he's seen a lot of different personalities, mm-hmm. and so he had he said a lot of women, especially her age, because she's forty plus. Yeah. And they always want to bring up examples of oh my friend did this or right. my friend got engaged and she got married and they happy and like well what about you. You know, like, we not, your friend not here, we talking to you. And I didn't, okay. Like, she's like, and then they want to bring up, oh, I was engaged once, but that didn't work. Why mm-hmm. didn't it work? Tell me why. You know, it's the reason why, honestly, there, there are reasons why, and some of them are like, like me, like, mm-hmm. I enjoy being single, not going to lie. I was in, like I said, I was in a controlling relationship, and since I've been single, it's just been so, like, liberating. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. I can do what the fuck I want. Um, how I want, when I want, okay. And also, I don't like having, uh, I don't like having to, uh, I don't, the, I want to say tend to someone else's emotions. That's the word right. I use. I don't like having now, now, once I'm in a relationship, I know I have mm-hmm. to. But being single, I don't like being. Uh, it's another word I want to use, but I don't like tending to someone else's emotions. Mm-hmm. I feel like there, it's a, it's a very controlling thing, and um, even though I love love, I didn't like being in love because it is a very controlling emotion. Even like if he didn't text a certain way, or I didn't text him, or call him when he wanted, you know, we into it, and mm-hmm. we. You know, it's, it's just like you be wanting and yearning for certain things and that person don't do it. Mm-hmm. Then you in a fucked up mood or you all sad and that. Yeah. And it'd be like all day. And it completely, it'll consume your life because your your feelings are dependent on how that person feels. So you could be having the best day ever. They call you and then like your word goes to shit. And then they'll stay in shit until they decide, <laughs> you know, that they're cool and, you know, they want to, you know, be on the up and up and again. And I then they do take their emotions out on you. You're the yep. closest one to them. So they're taking their shit out on you and dumping yep. it on you. And they feel probably feel better after that conversation. Right. But now you feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, like, oh, God, it was so draining. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe when you find your one that it won't be draining like that. It'll right. still be you. You do mm-hmm. you do need to give them love the way they want to receive it and vice versa, mm-hmm. but it won't be so draining. I'm just saying that it won't be so draining. Um, it shouldn't feel like work. 
shouldn't feel like work. And that's the problem. It's, wait, wait, let me think. Should it not feel like work? Cause, well, I mean, not, okay. Because so, it does take work to be in a relationship. Like, it shouldn't feel like. Well, how long have you been single if your mommy asking? I lost count. Okay, let's not talk about it. <laughs> it's been a little bit. I've lost longer count. Than me. <laughs> Has it been longer than me? I've been two years. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. <laughs> well, I will say this, though. I've learned a lot in my singleness. Um, I feel like a lot of times when you're in a, because I was in a relationship for a really long time. How and long? Girl, like eight plus years. Ooh. And put her bed in, baby. You okay. Bed. Yeah. Damn. You know. I ain't spring chicken no more when <laughs> I came out of there. Um, but it's more or less that a lot of times when you're in a, a really long-term relationship, yeah. you kind of you can lose your identity. Absolutely. And it's like people associate you two together. And so you never really get a chance to, like, blossom into who you're supposed to be. Um, so he and I started dating. We weren't, like, super young. But I was like, he's older than me. But, oh, okay. you know, I was younger, and I still don't think I had fully came into the person that I was supposed to be yet. Yeah. So, honestly, I wasn't ready for him. Yeah. Um, he came along at a time of my life I wasn't ready. I may have thought I was ready or like That's I felt like honest. I could get ready, yeah. but I wasn't. Yeah. And I learned that a lot later on. And so like even with listening to some of the callers that call in on Kevin Samuels, like my mom didn't raise me to be a wife. Um, like mm-hmm. when my mom and my stepdad were together, I remember she used to make his plate and she used to make my ex's plate and stuff like that. And I was like, What are you doing there? They got feet, they can get up and go do that. And I don't fault her for not teaching me that, but now that I look back in that retrospect, I was like, that was very bratty of me. Because she but didn't make also, my own plate. But how how did she not teach you when she was showing you? Well, it was more or less did like she, she didn't say uh-huh. she didn't say like that's what you are supposed to do. She okay. was just like, This is you know, she was like, This is the nice thing to do. That's how she presented it to me. Okay. This is a nice thing to do. Not this is like versus you want her to sit down and have a real like yeah. conversation like over yeah. We okay. didn't talk about relationships. We didn't talk about what healthy relationships look like or what a healthy relationship is. Okay, now that makes a lot of sense because like I live with my my mom raised me. She has mm-hmm. three kids. She was a single mom the whole time. We have different dads, mm-hmm. but I was always at my grandma's house anytime I can get to her house. Like mm-hmm. she was picking me up, dropping me off. Like mm-hmm. that we like this. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my values as far as relationships come from my grandmother's okay. raising. So I saw it with her because she always mm-hmm. had a husband. Whether mm-hmm. it was the same one, don't ask no questions. <laughs> she always had a husband. <laughs> and um, she would sit down and talk to me like an adult. I don't want to say like an adult, but like an adult. She right. taught me some real she shit. She gave you the real information. Huh? She gave you the real information. She gave me the real information versus my mm-hmm. mom wanted to sugarcoat things mm-hmm. and you know, make it nice and kitty. When my granny, right. like, I'm 11 years old, and she telling me, hey, when you get your first nut, you gonna play be chasing it. And I swear <laughs> to God. Head on the ground. Head on the ground. I was 11 years old, and I was like, I didn't know what the nut was, but I said, okay. <laughs> right, and then when I first got it, I said, that's what she was talking about. <laughs> well, you know, it's a little disturbing she's talking about your granny shortly afterwards. <laughs> but, uh, my granny, I'm telling you, gave it to me raw and um, dirty. She always told me, like, you always want to look your best when you leave the house because you never know if you're running to the president or your next husband. Mm-hmm. That was her words, not mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still live by that. I can't leave the house in a bonnet. I mm-hmm. can't leave the house in my pajamas. Like mm-hmm. certain things, she's like, you always want to look your best. Put your best foot forward. You never know what opportunity is going to be out that door. Exactly. Um, so I would see the way she was with my my uh, grandpa at the time and how she treated him and how their relationship was and how she was always doing the cooking and the cleaning mm-hmm. and the serving and things like that. And I was like, this is. 
I like this. This feels good, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I'm over here all the time. It feels good to be here. And I'm fishing with my grandpa. And I'm cleaning with my grandma. You know, mm-hmm. we listen to country music. And, you know, it was just, it felt good. I was like, now this, or speaking of my mom who worked her fucking ass off. Uh-huh. She's always worked two jobs to take care of all her, all her babies. You know, but I was like, that's just, it ain't appealing. You know what I'm saying? I don't look good. Right. I don't want to have to do that. Will I? Yes, if I if I need to. But but I want to set myself up to where I don't have to do that. That's where it comes to like the strong, independent, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't want to have to do that. She didn't want to have to do that. But you know, this is she had to do what she had to do. You know though. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I appreciate her for that. She cooked five days out of seven days a week. You know, she wash out our clothes and mm-hmm. like she spoiled us. And she that is a hard working woman. I swear to God. Um, and I love her for that. But as far as like values, as far as relationships, I look to my grandmother for those type of things. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So when you're saying your mom didn't like talk to you, she was showing you, but you didn't really just pick up on right. it. In, in that I needed way. to come full circle. And then plus like just the dynamic that I had with my, like my dad, my mom, and then with my stepdad, it also kind of like created, you know, that whole distortion of what, you know, a relationship should look like just cause I was going based off of well to make a long story short my real dad didn't like my stepdaddy so he let me know so since my dad didn't like my stepdad i didn't like my stepdad period (laughs) i was like nope you can't tell me nothing because i'm gonna go tell my daddy yeah at what age did he become your stepdad uh it was and then here's a terror ready word that's what i'm asking no here's a terror story this is where they started off wrong it was the um it was after my fifth grade graduation My, my mom told me we were going to see world for my, my graduation gifts, so I was pumped. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to see the whale. And it was, the irony at that point, girl, I was real chubby, too. So I was just like. You were. Yeah. You post pictures of it. I just yeah. like, wow, <laughs> you've come such a long way. Let's wow. See. Beautiful still, but yes, you was a chubby I was still baby. cool, though. I was still was cool. Mm-hmm. Was you a bully at all? No, everybody asked me that. No, but I, I saw somebody put that on your uh, Instagram. Yeah, I, just I was had, like, I don't think she was, but I don't know. I had very aggressive eyebrows that I can't get to grow back now, so I have to draw them hoes on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> okay. And then I have a natural friend. I don't mean to. Like, yeah. cause you know I'm super nice. So wait, but, yeah. People people oh wait, your point. Get your point. I have no point. Oh yeah. So um I thought we were going to SeaWorld. And so we made a pit stop. She said we were just pit stopping in Alabama. Um and then she announced to me she was getting married. So I was like, All right, cool. Now when are we going to go to SeaWorld? She was like, Oh, we're not going at all. So yeah, I was traumatized oh, from the beginning. Mama. So yeah, she started off with so the So instead foolery. of going to SeaWorld, y'all went got married? Girl went to Alabama and she got married. That okay. weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh mama. Yeah, that wasn't a good start. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't a good start. So it's her <laughs> fault, you know. For, that's a prime example. Y'all don't lie to your kids. Yeah, because we're going to find out. And like, we're gonna keep be it mad. G with your, with your yeah. kids. Like, oh, don't lie about no, nothing like that. That's big. That's big. You could have still took me to SeaWorld. We probably would have had a whole a different whole start. Family. Yeah, like, oh, could have been a new start. Y'all honeymoon going to be at SeaWorld. Right. <laughs> but since you want to take my day and use it for you to get married, oh. you know, it started there. How is your relationship now with your stepdad? Um, so it, it ended up being very it it was great. Uh he's deceased. Oh, okay, um, I'm sorry. But yeah, no, it's been some years. Okay. I enjoyed the time that I was able well, once we were able yeah, to build a relationship. relationship. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, I really enjoyed the time we had. So That's cool, that's cool, that's mm-hmm. cool. But I do understand like like um as parents, I know you're not like a human mother, but as parents we always <laughs> Yeah. 
it, as parents, it's just like you don't know the damage that you could be doing right. to your child at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with me, I always wanted to be honest with my daughter mm-hmm. and speak to her like she's an adult, mm-hmm. not the goo goo gaga bullshit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna have we're gonna use words, real yeah. words, right? <laughs> but um I think where I, as a mother, let me be very vulnerable real quick. I think where I messed up was, like, I wanted my daughter to have every opportunity, so I would put her in all these different activities, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's try this and see if that's her thing. Oh, mm-hmm. she, she's kind of showing some artsy stuff. Let's put her in art class. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I'm an athlete. Let me put her in uh, tennis and learn how to be a tennis paper uh, player. Um, get her some training on that. So it was all She was dance. She was this. It was band. It was that. And but I allowed her to quit everything mm-hmm. versus trying to make her stick to it. So now at this older age, it's like now she's used to quitting things. In my opinion, mm-hmm. the only thing I made her stick with as far as extracurricular activities is band. She wants to quit band, but I just thought it was so cool that she could read music and she could play her instrument very mm-hmm. well. She was always first chair, at least second chair. Okay, and she's a brass player. She's the only girl brass player. Yeah, Typically, they don't play brass. They don't. They play yeah. the flute, clarinet, you know, yeah. cute little shit like mm-hmm. that. But she's a brat. She's the only one in her high school. She's first chair, second chair. And now she's the president of her band. Like, mm-hmm. if I had not, she wants to quit so many times. But that was, I was like, I'm not letting her quit no more. Right. Because I didn't want her to be a quote unquote quitter. Mm-hmm. So, but now that she's going off to college, she's like, oh, I ain't doing that shit no more. <laughs> yeah. But as a parent, you just be like, oh, no, she, she, that's not her thing. So you're going to let her quit that. Oh, that's not her thing. Sometimes you just got to, like, be stern as a parent. Be like, no, we're going to stick this out. Like, she would quit lessons in the middle of lessons type stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, I paid for a whole season of lessons, mm-hmm. and your ass quit halfway through. You only mm-hmm. want to do two lessons. It was, I should. I feel like now, I should. looking back, I shouldn't let her do those. I shouldn't let her quit so easily. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but as parents, you just, you don't. You don't know. It's like it's like trial and error. Right. I'm just about to say there's no like exact science to parenthood. Right. You know, you just get in there, you kinda like do the best you can. Yeah. And hope it sticks. Yeah. And I do I I also feel like I, I did protect I do protect her a lot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ever want to bring someone into my home, like another man into my home or whatever, because you just don't I don't know. You just don't trust them around your your kids. A whole it's hard lot. to. It's hard days. to. So I kept my baby away from the men that I had. I have had them in relationships, but I have had two um, long term relationships, and I did kind of keep her away from them. And it's like you. It's different when you have a woman raising you and you have a man raising you. You mm-hmm. get both of those personalities, both of those ways of of learning. And I think it's needed. It, um. I think because I'm I'm super I'm super independent because my mom is very independent and I was raised by my mom. But I also have like daddy issues because I didn't have a daddy growing up, and so I like I'm I like older men. You know, I want to be cared for. I want to be protected. The gray hair is sexy though. It is, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Do you typically go for older men? Because you you don't look we don't look as old as we kind of are, yeah. but. Oh, yeah. Do younger men want to attract you? I mean, uh, I, I'm. How you? Yes, I don't want to be a cougar. Stop trying to make me a cougar. I'm not ready. I'm not okay, ready. I'm in that in between stage where are I mean, you a puma? They call us puma. Yeah. But I don't date, I don't like dating older men. And I tried. I really tried. I was like, you know what? All these younger men are coming mm-hmm. up to me, approaching me. I'm like, fuck it. All right, maybe it's a sign. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna try it. 
the mentality is just not there because yeah, I do. I am childish and I do some childish shit. And I'm mm-hmm. immature in ways, but I am also an adult. And there are adult things that I like to get done. Like we got to do some real shit and not just be talking about hooking up. Well, here's the thing. Yes, ma'am. Cool me. Now, see, the young ones they they coming with it now. <laughs> They talking good game. They're talking they better game, game than the, and than they the doing older some men. Too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I feel just the generation is different. Um, they're more of a generation of like technology and like doers, and they weren't afraid. Like our our like generation, we were kind of still reserved. We were like you know Period. putting our putting oh, we got to do nine to five. We got to yeah. do nine to five. We got to finish college. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's completely sure. different for them. So like. The world has changed. They're and more they've adventurous in that way. Uh-huh. They're more brave. And I don't want to say brave, but I don't think we were not brave. But they're more just like open to doing to some change, shit their way yeah. mm-hmm. versus doing the what we were taught. We got to right. work. We got to do this. We got to do that. Got to have nine to five. They can challenge the status quo. Yeah, a lot better than what we did. Yes. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like when mm-hmm. I was talking to a younger man and he had his own business, he had mm-hmm. this, had that going for himself. It was still just a disconnect as far as like the generational shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, to a certain degree, yeah. Because, look, my niece is 25. So I can't engage in conversation, like romantic conversation with anybody that's like 25 or anywhere like in 20 period because it seems so gross. (laughs) It seems so gross. Listen, I was talking to one guy and I was like, don't tell me your age. I told you that. Do not tell me your fucking age. Mm -hmm. Because he was like, oh, mentally, I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I like it. He has his own shit going. Mm -hmm. He's about his money. He's about growth. He was putting us on some stocks and shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. Don't ever tell me your age. All right. All right. Let's go. And then he let it slip one day. You know what? It all comes down to watch. You'll look on Instagram and they'll be like, they had them balloons or whatever. I'm 25. What? You excuse me. You, you left that part out. This one was a little bit younger than that. He was like, hey, no, he was 23. I was like, and he was telling, oh, we were having like a deep conversation. He was only 23? He was only 23. I thought he, he don't look as He doesn't. He looks older and he talks like a grown man. But when he let that slip mentally, I just could shit. not. That's too young. And then he would do shit and say shit. And I was like, yeah, you Once he told me he was 23, I was like, that's 23 shit. Yeah, you can't change your mind about it yet. Then it explains a lot of things, though. Because, you know, men, they mature late, so. They do. They yeah. do. They do. It's been tough. It's been tough. But, girl, no. The older men, they've been terrible. I feel like. How old will you go, though? As far as, like, numbers. Like, five years older. Oh, ma'am. You know me. I like one foot in the grave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like seriously, date. Uh, I mean, I'm cool with like maybe max fifteen. Fifteen. Max fifteen. Hey. Yeah. I'm trying to think of would I be sexually attracted to someone that was fifteen years older than me. You got to be a fine fifteen. You can't be like an old fifteen though. Because I'm. Because I don't. I have. I have never seen a penis that old. Well, like, but fifteen from that's fifty one for me. Yeah. That's not really old. It's not. It's younger than my mom. I did talk to a guy. I think he was 55. Mm-hmm. And he was very fit, but I never saw his mm-hmm. penis. I don't know. But you know what I'm I, I feel like a 55 wouldn't be wrinkled or like gross looking. Yeah. I mean, I just look at some older porn and see what it would kind of look like and get up my, my we, mind we can, wrapped around. We can check it out when we use it. <laughs> <laughs> see? But, no, okay, so uh, information. If you have gray hair, I've seen some. They had gray hair and stuff. I'm fine with gray hair. I'm cool with that. Down there? Mm-hmm. It looks a little strange. Like full gray? Fully gray. Damn. <laughs> mm, I'm 
I'm picturing it. I have a very good imagination. Imagination. Okay? But you know, the ones they have on like the those type of shows, though, it's like an over exaggeration. These people are like old, old. Okay. They're not like you know middle age old. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. They're like seventy and shit. Yeah. Take it by Edgar. No, thank you. Yeah. But um. In summation, to wrap it up, y'all know we have like a very conversational podcast. I love it. I love the flow. Cunny Love will be back, I think, next week. Oh, cool. um, she's getting things in order, whatever. Uh, so we just wanted to do like a quick little. It wasn't even quick, actually. <laughs> we just wanted to do an impromptu mm-hmm. episode to give y'all some content. Cause I'm, and I have missed you guys so much. I missed Mark, who's the owner of this suite that we're at, uh, the studio we're at. And, um, yeah, it's been fun. Thank you so much for coming, baby. Absolutely. Um, we do have our pretty girl who is Miss Shakayla. Follow her on Instagram at Leopard Kayla. Leopard Kayla. Yeah, all one word. To get to know her a little bit better. I guess everything's you. all one word, huh? Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I guess everything's like all one word on Instagram. See, that's my oh, age yeah. talking. Continue, <laughs> see. You know social media, girl. Yeah, but I, I'm a TikTok girl. When I get home, I'm going to do another TikTok. I okay. love TikTok. Um... But um, follow me, um, Be Classy13 on Instagram. Follow the podcast at The Pretty Ugly Struggle. And uh, our pretty girl is Shakayla. Follow her at Leopard Shakayla on Instagram. Are you active on anything else? Leopard Kayla. Leopard Kayla. I'm sorry. No, I'm it's sorry. fine. Um, I'm on Facebook. I pop in, pop out. I have a Twitter. I'm How's your Twitter? I want to get into Twitter because Twitter is I don't know how to Twitter. Uh, tweet or tweet tweet? I don't, I don't tweet. know how to do that. Somebody, tweet. my niece is supposed to show me, but she hasn't. She's we have like, one if yeah. y'all want to follow us at the Producing Show. I did put set up one, but mm-hmm. I only post when uh when I post our YouTube videos, it'll tell me, it'll prompt me, do I want to put it on Twitter? And oh, that type of thing. Okay. Yeah, it's like one yeah, of those. The share. But I gotcha. wanted to like conversate and talk, like when they, especially when the circle was going on, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, the circle, I want to tweet, live tweet. Right. You know, stuff like that, yeah. but. I could only handle one. Well, I'm handling two now. I love TikTok. That's my favorite. And then Instagram. Um, that's my second. And that's pretty much all I do. Those two. Um, but follow us on Facebook, Instagram, um, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, at the Pretty Ugly Struggle Podcast. Um, our Pretty Boy of the Week. I'm going to actually give it to, we haven't even spoke about him, but I want to give it to Dr. Umar. Because Dr. Umar challenged Kevin Samuels, and he was like, he doesn't like the way these Utibians is what he called them. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Uh, The Breakfast Club, they got like 4 million views on it, just like a week. Like, dope. Like, he, that's another very popular guy, and some of the things he says, I'm dope, I'm with it, and some of the things he says, I'm, you know, a little shaky, you know, but, I get it. I get it. That's his stance. I ain't going to judge that man. But he kind of went against Kevin Samuels. Like, he don't like the way that he put it down black women. And right. I get it. So I, I'm going to give it to uh, Dr. Omar. Stepping up for the black women. Protect the black women always. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, that's our show. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.